Welcome to the Dominate Today podcast. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about trusting your journey, not anybody else's. We're removing social media comparison and all other types of comparison, trusting your journey, how this hit me in the face and that funny story. And normally I try to keep these episodes to 15 or 20 minutes so that you can listen to it in a car ride as you're moving about your day. This one I get a little passionate about. It might be a little bit long. Fair warning right now. So let's get into today's episode. All right, so today we're going to be talking about trusting your journey. And one thing you need to know about me is that I have three kids. They are ages six, five, and two um, by the t- at the time I'm recording this podcast. And uh, they all have birthdays within Thanksgiving and two weeks after Christmas. So those couple months are just absolute chaos in our house um, with the holidays and three kids' birthdays. And so um, this past year... My daughter is my middle child. Uh, She's the one that just turned five. And so she is obsessed with Frozen, just like every other child probably that is that age. And so she got for Christmas a set of Frozen bed sheets, uh, pillowcase, sheets, all that good stuff. And so um, she begged and begged for several days. And we just never changed them and put them on her, on her bed and begged and begged for several days. Dad, can I please put my frozen sheets on? Can I please put my frozen sheets on? And so finally one day I said, baby, I promise tonight before you go to bed, we will put your frozen sheets on. Well, we had a busy day with the holidays that particular day and they were not getting in the bed until about an hour and a half after their normal bedtime. And so as we're putting her in the bed, she looks at me and says, dad, you promised. And I said, you know what? You're exactly right. And one of my things with my children is that I will never, ever, ever break a promise. So if I tell them I promise something and I use that word, I hold my word. And so I said, you know what, baby, you're right. I promised you, let's put them on. And so my wife's standing there and she smiles and kind of shakes her head. And we start putting the sheets on and um, we put the sheets on and I'm putting the pillowcases on and um, I'm hurrying through everything. And I put the, the last pillowcase on and I toss it on the bed and I noticed that on the back side of this pillow, it said, trust your journey. And it was a picture of Anna and Elsa. And it said, trust your journey. And I kind of stood there for a second. And my wife says, what's wrong? And I said, trust your journey. And she goes, yeah. And I said, no, no, no. Trust your journey. Trust your journey. Trust it. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that's what it says, babe. And I said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I'm about to go off on this because this is important. This is something that I want my daughter to lay her head on at night because I want her to trust her journey. And you should trust your journey because life is a journey. Every day is something new. Nobody can predict the future. And it is yours for the taking. It is your journey And you have to trust it. And in today's world with social media comparison, and I'll get into all that in a little bit, it is so important that we know this. It is so important that we trust, truly trust, and have faith for our journey. 
for your journey, not somebody else's journey, for our journey. And so we're going to break it down today into those three words, trust, your, and journey. So trust, what is trust? Trust is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Very similar to faith, but we're, faith is a complete trust or confidence in someone or something, so they're somewhat interchangeable. But trust is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. There's not a life, a lot in life that we can truly trust um, as far as things that we know are certain, right? We're not guaranteed tomorrow. Um, we're not guaranteed our next breath. We're not guaranteed a lot in life. So there's not a whole lot that we can truly trust and not a lot that we can have faith and complete trust, which is faith, meaning definition of faith is complete trust or confidence. So there's not a whole lot that we can truly trust. Um, but personally, and, and this is my belief and my opinion, but I know that I can trust in one thing, and that is the whole premise of this entire podcast, and that is that I am perfectly made exactly the way that I am. And I believe that each and every single day, we have what we need in front of us right now to not just make it through the day, but to dominate today. And that's where this all comes from, is that the one thing I know that I can trust in is that I, not anybody else around me, not who I'm comparing to, but I have been perfectly made by a God who loves me so much that I am nobody, nobody else is like me. Nobody else can compare to me. Doesn't mean that I'm better than you, but it means that I am confident in me and I am different and I am unique and I cannot be compared to anybody around me. And so you need to know the same thing, that you have been perfectly made and that you have been given what you need in front of you every day to dominate each and every day, each and every scenario that runs across your desk, that runs through your family, that runs through your children. You have been given what you need to dominate each and every day just the way you are because you have been perfectly made. And so the question comes a lot of times, of course, at this point is, well, how can I trust? How am I supposed to trust if I can't see something, if I don't know the outcome, if I am unsure of how all this is going to work, how can I trust? And for me, it's simple because look around you. Take a minute right now. If you're driving, don't look around you. Maybe just look ahead of you. But look around you where you're at. Look at the way that the human body functions. Just that one thing. Look at how you are functioning. Look at how your, your fingers are moving, the muscles, the tendons. Look at how you're breathing. We can't even comprehend how our brain works. So just life in general is mind-blowing and is unbelievable. And so if we can trust in anything, we can trust that whoever made us, we have been made perfect. Because our bodies function at such an in insanely high level that we have been researching the human body for centuries. And still, it's so complex that nobody can truly comprehend everything in the human body. 
So now we're going to take that one human body and we're going to multiply that by about 7.6 billion people in the world. So now come to the reality that you are unique because out of 7.6 billion people, you are the only you. You're the only one and you are unique. There might be people that look similar to you, share similar ideas and beliefs, but out of 7.6 billion people, no two of us are the same. So now think to yourself, how can I trust? Because if you were to take those 7.6 billion people, and if you could interview each and every one of the 7.6 billion people, you would personally find that there are no two of us the same. Personally, I'll play those odds. I will play the odds of one in 7.6 billion, I'm uniquely made, therefore, I can trust that I have been uniquely and perfectly made. I'll play those odds. Lottery Mega Millions odds are about one in 302 million, okay? And people play those odds and they win one in 302 million. So I can trust because I can see my uniqueness, I have been perfectly made. One in 7.6 billion, I will play those odds. So trust, a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. You can trust that you have been perfectly made and that you have been given everything you need in front of you and around you right now to dominate your situation. Not just win it, but to dominate it. So let's look at your. Your is a, what's called in the English language, a possessive determiner, meaning it determines who it belongs to or who, who something is associated with, right? So simply put, it's all about me. It's all about I. It is yours. It is your journey. It is no one else's. So you could flip this to say, trust my journey. And it's the same because your is referring to you. It's whoever the speaker is addressing. So I've got to be careful right here not to go on a complete tangent, but social media makes it all about everyone else. It makes it all about being like this person, getting those likes, getting those shares, getting those comments, having the followers. And life is not about everyone else. Your life is your life, my. It's I. It's all about I. This is one of the times that we can be selfish in what we've been given because we need to believe, selfishly believe, that we have been given what we need every single day to win. And not just win, but to dominate because we are unique. So we have to find confidence in ourselves and satisfaction in yourself. And if you cannot find confidence in yourself and satisfaction in yourself, then your purpose you will never find because you're always going to be comparing it to someone else. Comparison kills. We cannot compare ourselves to those around us because, going back to the odds, we're 1 in 7.6 billion. Playing those odds, we should not compare ourselves to somebody else. So we need to be confident 
in ourselves so that we can serve others in wholehearted satisfaction. When you can be confident in you and you don't have to worry about keeping up with someone else, you can successfully do what I believe we have been put here to do, and that's serve others in wholehearted satisfaction because we will be confident in who we are. So your, it is your journey, change it to my journey, it's no one else's. So we have to kill the comparison. Let's talk about journey. Journey is an act of traveling from one place to another. Duh. We all know this, right? And if we, I'm sure everyone has seen, you go to Hobby Lobby, you go to look on Pinterest or anywhere else, you see the signs that say life is a journey, life is a journey. But I'm here to say that life is not a journey, right? Because A is an indefinite article, meaning it can be replaced with anything. It's just a placeholder. And so life is not a journey. Life is your journey. It is my journey. So as we journey through our days, our weeks, our months, journey through the craziness that life throws our way, we have to, let's go backwards a little bit. We trust my journey as we move forward every single day. Because once again, your journey is unique. Your journey is a one in 7.6 billion journey that nobody else has ever traveled. And sure, we can get advice from people in similar situations, and that's a great thing. You can have mentors that are helping you through. I'm not saying do all this on your own because mentorship is a great thing. Having friends and accountability partners are great things. But you need to know that your journey is unique. One in 7.6 billion unique and perfect. And we can trust that. So as I was looking through this, I literally Googled a, I think I even put in crazy story of a journey or crazy journey story, uh, something to that nature. And there was all kinds of stuff. I found the story of, um, it happened probably 10, 15 years ago. There was a rock climber that fell. His rock got pinned underneath an, um, or arm got pinned underneath a rock. And he like sawed his arm off with a pocket knife, which is just absolutely crazy. That's a wild journey. Um, there was several about people who were lost, um, say on like one was an island and he, his uh, fishing boat had overturned. And that was a crazy story. Um, but one that kept popping up um, was a story from Genesis 22. And to kind of give you the backstory, if you're not familiar with Genesis 22, Genesis is the first book of the Bible. And chapter 22 talks about um, this guy named Abraham. So backstory on Abraham, um, he was selected by the Lord to do special things. Uh, the first thing God asked Abraham to do was leave the country that he and his basically his entire family line had been in for 200 and plus years. Um, and he told him to take his wife, Sarah and go. And so of course that's hard. Think about if you've been in the same place with your family for 200 plus years, and all of a sudden you're told to leave and go, you're going to hesitate, but he did not hesitate. He trusted his journey. So Abraham's journey continues to get crazier and there's all kinds of stories. I would highly encourage you to go read it. Um, 
But one thing you need to know about Sarah, his wife, is that she was unable to have children. Now, of course, we don't know the medical reasons behind it, but the Bible just says that Sarah was unable to have children. So the next crazy thing that happens to Abraham and Sarah is that his wife becomes pregnant. And you can imagine if you've been told you cannot have children, add that on top of you're 100 years old, because the Bible said that when the baby was born, Abraham was 100 and Sarah was around the same age. So you can imagine their excitement, I guess you could say, their uh, questions when they find out they're pregnant around the age of 100. And so you can imagine they are ecstatic. They're just so pumped and they know that God has blessed them in a, in a tremendous, tremendous way. And several years goes by, and we don't know the exact age of their son, who's, who they named Isaac. We don't know the exact age of the son Isaac, but we know that um, Isaac could speak and walk and talk and ask questions. And the reason we know that is because the next thing that God asked Abraham to do was to take his son, and take him to a specific mountain and sacrifice his son, meaning lay his son on an altar that he builds, kill him, and for the sake of the Lord. Because back in that day, they would sacrifice animals, uh, sheep, lamb. They would sacrifice animals uh, to gain their purity back with the Lord, uh, to kind of be in right standing, if you will, with the Lord. And so Abraham hears this and he does not hesitate because it says the next morning after he hears this word, it says the next morning that Abraham took Isaac along with a servant and the wood for the altar and everything else. And they prepared to leave for this burnt offering on top of a mountain. So Abraham just goes, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, sacrifice my son that I waited for for 100 years. Yeah, no problem, God, got this. And the next day, he didn't think about it, the next morning, he leaves. And the Bible says that as they were making this journey, as they were making this trip, the son Isaac asked Abraham, you know, where, hey, Dad, I can just imagine, hey, Dad, where's the sheep? that we're supposed to be sacrificing. And Abraham, the Bible says that Abraham says, God will provide. God will provide. And you can imagine the conversation that happens between a child and a father as they're making this journey. And Abraham never hesitated. He never hesitated. He gets to the top of the mountain. He has the servant or the helper that was with him go on their way. He and the son make the journey the rest of the way. He, the Bible says he lays his son down. He raises a knife, and he's about to sacrifice his son, and God tells him to stop. Now, I don't know about you, but personally, I don't think I would ever even get that far. I, to me, I don't see any way possible I would have that much faith and that much trust, but Abraham did. And God said, he provided, I believe it was a ram that was in a, a bush close by to replace his son. But the point is, is that Abraham trusted his journey so much and he had so much trust and so much faith that he was willing to sacrifice his son, who he waited 100 years for and never thought he would have. He was willing to sacrifice that because he trusted his journey. 
So Cliff, what in the world is your point? Here's my point. After I read that, I think, okay, my journey, my journey is okay. My, my, you know what? Actually, after reading that, my journey is great. These little hard things I've got, no problems. I really don't have problems if that's the journey that God put Abraham on. So the journey I'm on, I'm okay. I'm all right. I can do this. And so my point here today that I want you to hear and understand and believe and trust is that you are perfectly made. One in 7.6 billion. You've been perfectly made. And you, because of that statistic, you can believe and you can trust your journey. You can trust what's been put in front of you each and every day and trust your journey. I don't know your journey. I don't know the details, but I do know one thing that you have been perfectly made. You're unique. Your journey is unique. And you can do this. I don't know who needs to hear it, but you can do this. You can take what's in front of you right now. You can believe and trust that your journey is perfect and that you've been uniquely made. And you can take control of whatever it is in front of you that you're struggling with right now, no matter how big or how small. You can trust your journey. And you can trust that you've been given everything you need every single day to dominate today. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you have been encouraged by this. Please share this with somebody that you know and love. Maybe if you don't know them and if you don't love them, share it with somebody. I hope you have a fantastic day. And as always, dominate today.